This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Good evening, everybody. Um, welcome again to the virtual base medrash. Um, we'll start at a capital tillum again. I guess that that's, uh, you know, unfortunately, part of Mochailim and so on. So we'll, we'll do the capital again. Yeshua Beseisel, that's the uh, capital that is called the Shesh of Goyim. Um, so I'll say it and ask everybody to say along himself, that is Hashem. Um, just find it here. And I'll say it inside. Yeshe besesa elyam bitzel shaday yislenon oimad ladnoi machsim sedos elahai eftach boy also for Shlema from Matisio Yared and Miriam. Okay, um, we, we, we will skip a little bit. Of the the, the, the speaks about the next two or three pages of technical more, and we'll go to Amud Sadik Dalit. Um, in, the, in the sheets that we sent out, it's Amud Sadik Dalit. Loma Maschilin Hagodis on the left hand column. Loma Maschilin Hagodis Bimanishtana. So um, he's, he's the um, uh, morale is why is Manishtana the beginning of the Agoda? Now, this is not only what we have. Um, we're used to the fact that when we have some sort of uh, uh, safer, we think that that's the, that's the uh, way it is. Um, it's actually in the, the Gemara. The Gemara says that you have to start with Shaila and Tshuva, Vikana ben Shoyal. In other words, this is Me'ikra Din, how that got to set up. It's set up with a Manishtana. This is this is in the very beginning. Why don't we just have um, the, the uh, start? You have a message to say, say it. So he says, the um, or it should be maybe a harkach or so on. Now, um, let's explain what he says over here. Murgash means things that we feel and we sense 
with our hands and so on. Muskal are concepts, ideas. Now, um, it, it, it is, when a person, let's, let's go to something like gravity and with the, with the uh, anecdotal apple falling on, on, on uh, Newton's head. So if you to ask ourselves, what's the relationship of the apple falling down to the law of gravity, the answer would be the law of gravity causes the uh, apple to fall down. If we're to ask ourselves, how is this discovered? How does a person get to it? The answer is the exact opposite. After having enough apples fall on his head, it all of a sudden um, becomes, um, it begins to dawn on poor Newton that there is a law that covers all this. There's a there's law of gravity and all of these individual items are simply manifestations of a law of gravity. So the emis starts from the concept to the physical application, expression. So that would be minamuskal murgash. But yidia starts from the physical um, interaction to the building of a conceptual model. That's what he's saying over here. And it means as follows. If we just talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that's a wonderful concept. It's a beautiful concept. It, it doesn't really, um, it's, it's not landing anywhere. It's not built on anything. And that's what it is. It's just up in the air. When you do a mitzvah and you're osik in the olam ha-mitzvahs, so those physical experiences begin to paint a picture in your mind that the answer to the Vodim Ayyidim Mitzrayim. So basically, we start with the, the um, we start with a Shoresh, with, with experience, and we work our way up to understanding. And this sort of is, is helpful for us in understanding the relationship in general between Torah and Mitzvahs. On the one hand, Allah is a Mitzvah that cannot be done by anyone else, you must do even if you're sitting and learning Basmada Rabbah. On the other hand, if you can, the mitzvah can be done by somebody else, or if the mitzvah that's not like a mitzvah in your guf or whatever, then you'd rather learn and someone else do the mitzvah. Because Talmud Torah is more important, more valuable, uh, it, or as it may be, it overrides the mitzvah. So the question is, well, which is better? And the answer is those mitzvahs that can't be done by other people which tend to be mitzvah shabegufo, physical guf, physical mitzvahs, those mitzvahs are experiential in nature and they are the ones needed to build a certain sense in a person. So a person ties tefillin on his hands, the experience of tying tefillin down to his hand and his head is, is an experience that builds kedusha within a, the person gets a sense of kedusha, which becomes conceptual later. And, and so on, a person eats a gzayis matzah, he gets a feeling for it, and then he moves on. So the same thing is true here also, that we, 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 we start, the olam ha-mitzvahs, the experience of olam ha-mitzvahs is something which is leading us 
to to the to to the um, olam of understanding. When we became aware of all sorts of physical changes, we now are able to understand Yitzhak's um, Mitzrayim and so on. Um, I want to add another point. He doesn't say it here. I do believe there are other places where he says something similar as follows. Um, let's give an example. When a person has a, um, a person wants to glue together two pieces of wood. Um, if you have a good glue, strong glue, it does well. It, it lasts. Is it less fantastic? No, but it's okay. A, a much, much better way of doing it is you make a hole in one of the pieces of wood, creating a socket. You fit, you shape the other piece of wood to fit into it snugly. And when you put it in, it's, it stays, especially if you had some glue, but it, but it certainly stays a lot because of that. In other words, it's the same thing as true also in terms of my understanding, my, um, um, my keeping information, by holding, by retaining information. If somebody comes and tells me a lot of information, so different people have different levels of retention, but it's not fantastic. Uh, it, was the, 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 it was gratuitous. I didn't ask for this information. You dumped this information on me. It's nice, that's that. If something bothers me, and then someone comes and fills in. So I felt that I have a hole in my understanding. I don't understand how A got to B. It doesn't make any sense. And then when, when, when someone comes in and fills in the missing link, I, be, I'm, I'm, I, I retain that much better because I, I begged for that information. I wanted it. I needed it. So to say something that's not an answer to a question um, is nowhere near as good as in retention-wise, as something which answers a question. So that'll be another understanding of the relationship of Manishtana, the questions before we get to the, to the answer. Okay, now he says the next piece, it's on Tzadik Hay, it's just the following piece, the piece that follows from this. He's going to explain the structure of the Maschal Mignus Messiah Mishvach. So this is, again, this is Medina, uh, the Gemara. The Gemara, the Mishnah, the Gemara structure, the Atsipit the, 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 is as follows. You start with a Gnai, either the Gnai of us being slaves in Mitzrayim, or later on, in a few paragraphs, we start with the Gnai of being Ovdavadazara, Terach being Ovdavadazara, and then we finish the story with a happy ending, we went out of Mitzrayim, you know, Scarf to Torah, and so on. So this structure of Masful Bignus and Saimishrach is Meikradin and and it's obligatory. So he's going to explain why. And and you you t- from the Pasik Arami Avravi, you dash until you finish all Pasha. Ukama bigmar my bignus, as Mahlais and Gimar, what is the gnus? Rava Mitrava Zara, Nishma Varmino Pari. Um and this is the 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 um structure that we have. We do both of them. We start with Avadim and we start with Mitrava Zara and that's how and that's how we do the Thila Bignus and then Saimishva. So now the Mal is going to explain 
what's the point of this structure? What's this structure all about? Um, why, why do you have the Tchilas Bignai and Messiah Bishvach? So he says, the Tchilas Bignai and Messiah Upirish, kein roi lahasl b'shvach miyad, beli sheiz yisap b'tchilas agnus. So you, the right way to tell a shvach is to start with agnus first. Um, the, 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 now, he's going to give two answers over here, um, why it is like that. So the first one is, she'ozay mashra sh'oisay tzor b'mikre. So, um, the, 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 um, he says, when we see a phenomenon happening, it could be random and it could be premeditated something which, which had an intelligent being planning it. Now, it says there are two types of po'alim. There is something that happens random, and there's something which is meditated, focused, and, 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 and consciously done. So he gives an example. Um, so a house was burning and then it started to rain and the rain extinguished the fire so it's the rain that extinguished the fire there's no it's not intended there's no intention there it's just rain happens to come occasionally fires happen and once in a while, they intersect, and the rain wins. Somebody who comes and runs to extinguish a fire, that's called a premeditated act. So had had they um, had had and he started just with the shevach. There's a lack of 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 delineating that this came with kavana. Um, so he says by associating um, the gnus before we're explaining the Shevach that is the Kavana. Now, let's talk a little bit about this point. Um, had, when we talk, I don't think he means over here that there is a, um, a, a that, that we're talking about whether Hashem did it or someone else did it. That's, that's not 
um, that that's not the point they're trying to make here, and it wouldn't it, it would not so much reinforce that. I, I think it means a little bit of a deeper a point that um, you can have events coming from Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we would call a random event Kaddish Baruch Hu, that it's not connected to a longer process. So Lamash, let's take a person. Um, imagine Reuven comes along and he builds a bonfire. So if Reuven is a bardas, and it's, so I'm, I say the bonfire probably is being made to do something else, and it's because of, he wants the family to get together. The family needs to get together. He felt that barbecue would be good. So he's building fire and he's going to have a barbecue here. That's a person who's very simplistic and things are premeditated. A person who's kind of a whimsical person and he just does things you know, on the spur of the moment. So he lit a bonfire because he just wasn't in the mood for bonfire. It means nothing else. It's obviously a chisar in a person. It's a lack of das. So we, we, we didn't, what we're trying to do more than anything else is not only to see how strong HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and how nice he is, but we're trying to see Hashkacha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it started with Brisman Absarim. That Brisman Absarim became fulfilled, us working with Shayim. We were at our lowest, at our nadir in, 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 in terms of everything, and all of a sudden, we're plucked out and we are um, and we're uh, made b'nei, b'nei that's so so it gives it much more of a sense of mechuvin than right now Akadosh Baruch Hu is doing X, Y, or Z um, for instance when you have something like the stars if you believe that the stars influence uh, the world then, then it's random acts now the stars are lined up well so things are good. Uh, they're not lined up well. You know, it's kacha kacha. So, so the first terrace that he says is that the reason why we start with Genus and end in Shmach is to show a certain halach, to show a, a certain tap. Then he says another thing. Okay. Now he says a second idea. Um, Akadosh Baruch Hu put into this world, um, this world, the 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 the, the, the um, core definition of this world is potential. So anything that is the way it is from the get go is not shleimus and is not what Akadosh Baruch Hu intends. Let's take a simple marshal. I have a boy. The boy has an okay head, and he could possibly learn a hundred blot. So I tell him, your tachlis is to learn a hundred blot. You're going to have to work very hard. And 
Um, and the boy, you know, works hard, works many years, and he learns a hundred blat. A second boy comes along, and this boy is a genius. Now, um, this the, the, this boy from the get go, from the youngest age, he knocks off a hundred blat gemara, and he says, "Okay, I'm fine." I tell him, "No, you're not." He says, "Well, how do you know?" Well, the answer is anything you can do from the get-go is not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu had in mind for you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create anything in this world that is shalom from the get-go. By definition, this world, everything that was created is all potential waiting to develop into something that is, um, that, that, that is b'shleimus. That's the nature of it. So um, if we wouldn't define the if Golas, if we wouldn't find Geulas Mitzrayim with the background of Golas, we wouldn't see it as having reached a certain Shlemus. It's only with the understanding of what Kaisal was like in Mitzrayim and then what happened to them. It's, it's when, when a Sheva comes on top of a Gnus. So just like the boy who had a very hard time learning, and it took him forever, years, years to learn hundred blat. We tell him, so hundred blat's your shlemus. So for the next boy, a thousand blat is the shlemus. Because if he started out with a hundred at the beginning, that cannot be his shlemus. So if, 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 if Mitzrayim would have come on no background of tsaris and difficulty, it wouldn't be a shlemus. That's exactly the way my look should look. So nothing is perfect. Everything that comes out is cold, cool, or lacking, and it needs to be developed. So anything it's my is not soft, and that's why a child, when he's born, is very, very shvach. For the same reason why night comes before day is because the, the, the day is a certain shlemus in a certain sense, and it had to come after the, the night. So, so that's why. It's very, very interesting. Um, one of the things that scientists, biologists, have a hard time understanding about evolution is it doesn't make any sense why animal children are basically ready to go from the get-go they 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 you know they only they're only small such as fit into mother's womb as soon as they come out within a few weeks they're developed maybe a few months a year is maximum they're at the end of the year they're going they're gone they do their own thing, and that's it. Human beings are the only people that hang around um, forever and ever. And it doesn't make any sense from an evolutionary perspective that you should have kids hanging around so long the house. What for? Um, you know, it, it would be a lot, lot better um, if they would be out and about within a very short time. You know, so, so evolution should have favored that, like like a balchai, and it was like that. I mean, if, if Adam started as a balchai, and the answer is, a balchai is what he is. There's no potential way to be unlocked. It just has to grow in size. 
That's his Metzius. Adam is created a chasa, a chasa from his source Adam, and he needs to be mashlamit. Um, and, and, and that's why he says, Ve'evay v'ayka, fiktons gai k'ra'ul ma'zei noi b'shifus v'tils b'yosei d'yema l'alayla, atza b'av v'nishu ayoyim, shavon k'ar ayoyim. The, the mahalach that the 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 that the world um as it, the chlolius was kind of not developed in any sense torah sense till avram avinu came around is also similar to that um so the, um the world itself was basically a mess and avram came along and that's the pshat he took the schar of all the previous diaries. What does it mean he took the schar of all the previous diaries? It means that he brought out into the world what had what was potential in the previous diaries. The previous diaries, when they were bad diaries, it means they were undeveloped. Avram brought it out, and the male, that's that's the schar. He took he took their potential and he was the one who brought it out. Um, it says 2,000 years is toyu, um, which means basically shapeless, misformed, unformed uh, world. And then 2,000 toyu, 2,000 Mashiach. So, so what does it mean the world was toyu to start with? Kloyma. Shametzius chayavlius toyu v'shoyna. Yisnimu shachin yom hazeh. Ashasot toyu ve'imbaschosom aloyoyna. The, the, the first 2,000 years of the world is parallel to the concept that the world starts out with, with a toihu. So the Seder of Gnus and Shevach tells me a lot more than just we're not only trying to say, well, Kashbrach was very, very nice to us, and we have a lot of gratitude, and that's it. We're, 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 we're looking and seeing and perceiving Akashbrach was Hashkacha. And the and the way you perceive Hashkacha, the Hashkacha means Akashbrahu is navigating the world to bring out potential. Kalal in Mitzrayim was like potential. And and the the um, their experiences um, were the, the the bad experiences were the process of bringing out like for every reason however you understand they weren't ready yet mitzad however the farm talk about it they still weren't ready for anything so they needed to work it through that is what what Golis Mitzrayim was and so Yitzias Mitzrayim is not just Akadosh Baruch Hu saving us. It's like imagine a chick growing inside of a, an, an egg, and then when it gets too big, it bursts out from the shell and says, "Well, I I just got out in the nick of time." And the answer is, well, yes, but that's not what it's about. It's when you were big enough to leave, that's when you left. It, it, that's it, that's So so. Um, the the, the gnai that we're talking about is the built up potential that there was in the bria. The shevach is when that finally came and blossomed, and and came out of that. Okay, we'll hold it over here in, in that side.